Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to bluenile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at bluenile.com for $50 off. bluenile.com code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to a brand new extra special episode of Tender Loving Care with your host myself Pauline and my darling Kate. Kate and I have decided we cannot not discuss the latest in the 90 Day Fiancé franchise, 90 Day Fiancé Happily Ever After. As you probably know, our podcast Tender Loving Care, which is available on all podcasting platforms, has a new episode each Wednesday. And in that podcast, we break down two shows from the TLC network, past or present, and deep dive and discuss the glorious chaos. We have decided to watch even more TLC and get in on the new season of Happily Ever After and release it to you as some more content. All right, our beautiful Trash TV loving listeners, let's get into it. Kate, number one, just going to go straight in. How is it still going? How is this show still going? Plus, we get a preview for next week and there's another episode. This is the 15th episode of the season and there's a 16th episode as well. And the thing is, it's not as if any of these storylines are interesting. None of them. And this is the longest in history. I swear to God, I went back and looked at our other ones, like our our Happily Ever After before. They Mm -hmm. did 14 or 13 and then they did the tell-alls. Why are we going over this? I don't understand. Nothing's happening. Well, except for a possible stolen baby, but nothing well, else. Well, there's, uh, <laughs> there's this, the, 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 I mean, the usuals that we're going to get into need to be axed. I don't understand why they're spreading this on. I don't know why, for some reason, the gods of TLC think that there is enough content for more episodes because there isn't. We hear the same shit. I fast forwarded like three quarters of this. I'm just going to let you know because it was like the same shit. I was like, heard it, done, heard it, done, heard it, done. Kate, it needs to end. I mean, it's like trying to get Angela or Kimberly pregnant. It's like no, Kimberly. It's never, never. going to happen. It's over. It's, over. it's done. 
the the door has the kitchen has been closed it has been burnt to the ground those ashes have been thrown in a river that river's been thrown into space that's how much it is over but i will tell you on another subject listeners we always like to give you a little background to me and katie kate now kate's been working really really hard and so she texted me she was like i'm gonna be a little bit late to start i was like great no problem so i started to dive into an old tlc show and Kate, it was not, it's actually airing. And guys, as you know, we discussed in the intro, our regular show, Tender Love and Care, which we, you know, pull two shows from each week is out on a Wednesday. We have reviewed, this show is so massive, we've reviewed it twice, but we have like a third section to do or even fourth section, whatever. It's Sister Wives. Kate, I'm just going to say there is a new season out now and it, we have been sleeping on Sister Wives. It is one, I just watched like five episodes in a row. Like I, Oh my gosh, Kate, I remember so good. You and I both watched one of the first episodes and it was it was uh Cody div- basically talking about getting divorced from what's her name? Christine. From so this Christine. whole season it's airing right now and it's Christine finally going peace out. I'm done. He can't handle it. All the wives are scattering. He doesn't know what to do. Honestly, guys, if you're not watching Sister Wives, I'm sure you are if you're listening to this shit show. But Kate, all I'm going to say is dive in because listeners, just so you know, Kate and I are going to have to go back. We're going to get on the Wheel of Shame soon enough, Kate, and we're going to be going back in the seasons when we get the catfishing episode, which is going (laughs) to be amazing. Anyway, Um, I just wanted to share that with you, Kate. It's so good, dude. It's so good. I love uh, it. I'm glad you're entertained yeah. while I was putting off recording. Oh, it was it was a lot. Okay, so guys, we're going to get straight into it. Kate, I'm going to take the reins here because I'm going to go into one that we, we're we just not even much to say. Jenny and Samet. Jenny and Samet. Okay. Okay. Right. So the whole point of the whole episode with their, their them being featured was meeting Samit's family. We know what it was going to be. Samit's family just going, we don't accept you. We're never going to accept you. Jenny drops the bomb of, well, maybe I'll move to America. By the way, everything that we saw was in the preview from last week. They didn't need to show this. No, waste of time. They, they didn't need to show this. The only thing that I did get from this is I, <laughs> poor Jen, that's Jenny's daughter-in-law. I don't think she's uttered a word. And I look at her sometimes at that table and she's got, I don't know if it's her wife or a girlfriend. I think they're married. I think it's her wife. Yeah. And her wife is sat there and she's going into this big confrontation. She's saying to her wife, listen, I'm part of the show. My mom's part of the show. You're coming with me to India. We're going to have to sit down with this family who hates us and hates my mother. And we're going to have to conversation. And you just see Jen at some point. I was watching her just at some point, her eyes. They're just floating up and you can just think she's going back on all of her life choices. And she's like, I don't understand. Haven't heard a peep out of her. Not a peep. And she's just being like this supportive wife. But she's also seems a little lost at that table. Like, what am I doing here? Yeah, she's she would never. I I get the feeling she would never be on a show. She really loves her wife to come on. She really loves her wife because, yeah, by the way, this woman has a job. She has to go, you know, this is why I keep, I'm like a broken record, but I always just go back to the fact that all the majority of these people have jobs. They have to get up and like, we'll go Kimbali, Kimbali posts all over her Instagram where she's working at a spa as a receptionist. And I'm thinking, 
everyone's gonna see you talking about the yammy and talk why well, I can't talk about it it's just so weird anyway so with Jenny and Samet the only thing that came out of it guys I'm sure listeners you you thought the same thing is just they're going rehashing old things the bottom line is um I did really I think we've got to give props to Samet's dad because he's good at the one-on-one interviews he's mm-hmm. very good I like mm-hmm. him a lot mm-hmm. straight to the camera and he's like I give this relationship one to two years and then it will be over. I, he was very good for TLC shock value. I liked oh, him a lot. Oh yeah. After 10 years of them being together too. And I liked, he really, he really laid it out for the, mm. for the uh, people watching the show. He's like, yeah. so uh, let's see here. Jenny is older than my wife Loved and it. her daughter is older than my son. Mm. And you're I like, really appreciated Whoa. that. I think he's been well versed in the TLC realm. He's brilliant. I like him a lot. And Neil. He's he's really good. Um, But once the only comment that I come away from this is that 10 years, you said it there and it struck me again. 10 years, dude. And And I, yeah, go ahead. Him in his early 20s when they got together. I think we talked about that last time. We did. It's just so. And this just stuck to me again but i also will i look i i don't deny that the reason the family is so against it is because of the massive age gap evidently right. i get it that's true but it's i think we're forgetting that she completely betrayed that woman's trust mm-hmm. and that family's trust jenny did she came in as a friend to that mother and then she was sneaking downstairs to sleep with a 21 year old son no no i get it's, why they don't like her dude i get it's it the, it's the deception yeah they it just is. can't get over that it is did we see anything in the preview next week for these two? Are they going to be stuck on there again? I don't think so, right? I don't think so. I mean, uh, oh. we think they should just move to the States, but we're also thinking that Summit will never leave his family. Well, so. hey, I don't think he ever will. I don't think he'll ever leave. And I think what will happen in reality, whether the sh- whether they're shown on a show again or not, she's just going to stick it out there into a dying day. That's all she's yeah. going to do. She's, she's just she's just gonna be in the shadows dragging yeah. a broom across across the floor <laughs> of that <laughs> filthy house just <laughs> sweeping the dust from one corner to another corner back wow. and forth so with, with that palm springs skin that's what she's gonna be doing uh speaking of palm springs Guys, I will do a little plug here for our um Instagram tender love and care podcast because um We've been posting and I just put another one up. Kate's been doing a lot of posting and I thought I need to get my ass together and put some stuff up this week. And I was like, what do I want to focus on? It was one thing that stood out to me, Kate. We're going to get into Ed and Liz, but they go house hunting. And at one point she goes, I need to move somewhere else. And he's like, where? Palm Springs. And I'm just like, no, people need to stop going to Palm Springs. Stop going to palm springs all i could think of was jenny so go to the instagram guys and have a look at the comparison that we made for that but anyway ed and liz this is everything that we broke down last week listeners hopefully you heard kate and i discuss um liz and the fear when you drink your ass off and then you have we call it the fear the next day where you think you've done everything wrong you're anxiety ridden you're depressed you're everything that alcohol does to you um you 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 hit the nail on the head, Kate. This is what she's suffering. This woman is a mess, dude. A mess. Physically, Im- did you see how unhealthy that Ed is? 
that's that stomach and it's nothing to do like being you know um being derogatory about his physical appearance it's just how unhealthy he looks they look like they eat just fast food and they're just bloated from the salt and the sodium and i will add that i'm currently drinking a lager um while i'm while i'm judging other people just just want to just want to add that kate's got her wine but um we see they're coming back from arkansas right they were there with the big 16 ounce cup of red wine yeah and the first thing is we see them in the car uh is it the car first or is it her with the girlfriends first the girlfriends i think oh so she's going whale watching in san diego and um she's with these girlfriends all who collectively have horrendous tattoos look i know i go on about bad tattoos but when you are when you just are given a body with beautiful skin whatever your skin is don't put shit tattoos on it put hot i love tattoos put good tattoos on don't put shit tattoos on your body well they don't have taste they don't have good taste like they don't have like ed like ed they don't um like someone like um kate your best friend darling lanny she's got a ton of tattoos they're so gorgeous she puts a lot of thought into them she gets things that not a lot of people have she gets gets a little obscure yeah they're all really cool that's how you do tattoos everyone do like lanny okay um but yeah so they're on this boat it's um liz looking just terrified as usual and nearly at tears every second and then two friends she was with and they were drinking of course i have to notice this they're drinking out of cups with straws in and i'm like that's not lemonade that's vodka that was an alcoholic beverage in there without a doubt because they cannot do anything without it right um so they're on there and they're kind of discussing, you know, what's going on with her and what's going on with Ed. And, you know, they're like, well, Liz says, I'm going back to work full time. And I'm like, brilliant. Go this ahead. is good. This is really, really good. Happy about this. She goes, I want my independence. But, you know, he doesn't want me to be too independent or something something like that. Anyway, so the women are like, well, you've got to get yourself back. You know, they're saying the things that we would say to Liz if we were with her. And... um then they talk to her about um the daughter next. Mm-hmm. So this has always been something Kate and I have discussed. We know that Liz has a daughter from her second marriage. Ed will be her third marriage. Or for oh, who knows actually which marriage it was from. But anyway, she has a kid. This kid named Riley, this is where it got dark. <sighs> Okay, when she goes, you just see her. She's doing this interview. Mm-hmm. Already you can tell she's hungover, got the fear, near tears. Yep. And this is a quote. I have my daughter from time to time. I'm just worried where she'll end up. There was something so haunting about that, Kate. I mean, I'm very curious about this custody situation because she. we find out that the dad of the child has full custody. Full. It's pretty rare for, I don't know the laws in California, but for the dad to get full custody something went down i mean it's either that it's basically that the the mother cannot prove that she has any stability whether it's financial or due to addictions or due to mental Mm. health or something like that Mm -hmm. usually Mm -hmm. we do know that liz had a very very hard time financially which you have a lot of empathy for Mm -hmm. but um we do so we don't know what it was but yeah when she said full custody i was like oh yeah really and that 
I see I have my daughter from time to time it it just Mm. struck that that sentence struck me I wrote that down too time to time See, yeah. so we find out that um, obviously the, the father of this child is in some branch of the military because she says he's got restationed out the country. Doesn't specify the country. God knows where that could be. That could be Germany. It could be Australia. Who knows? And of course, he has sole custody. He can take the kid wherever he wants. So she's now faced essentially what she's talking about to the camera and to these friends is I gathered that she that her husband's going to go and get restationed now unclear whether he has another partner or not i presume he did because she said something later like they and so i think Mm -hmm. he does have any partner because if he's in active military would he just take the daughter on his own but i think he has a partner but he would very easily be able to take that child and it has nothing to do with liz unfortunately he could just move her to another country but i think if i'm not wrong liz was proposing saying, I need to make sure my relationship with Ed is stable and that I have stability to try and basically fight to get the child back. Is that what she was saying? Or at least see the child more. Yeah. Maybe have split custody. I don't know if she'll get be able to fight for full, but... Because fight... but. I mean, even fighting for split when it would be in a different country, I guess I guess if she was awarded joint custody, she would be able to fight for the child to stay in America. I, get, I don't know. It's so complicated. But also, right. by the way, that takes year. That could take years. And it sounds like he's already getting restationed out of the country. So that whole thing, Kate, was very, very sad. And just it's like a dark cloud, dude, watching these two. It's a dark, rainy cloud, yeah. like in a cartoon, that just follows them over their head wherever they go. You can almost see it, just in, just dark, yeah, evil spirit around them. It's so upsetting, honestly. I, I, I just, I have a lot of empathy for Liz. I know uh-huh. that she's like uh-huh. choosing to stay in this with Ed, and mm-hmm. I, you know, she's an adult. She should, she needs to move on from Ed. But I think she's also just really searching for validation and anyone to love her and him being so possessive over her kind of gives her that feeling of being wanted and needed and all of that. And so she's addicted, she's addicted to that and she's stuck in this cycle and she's drinking and it's just, it's bad. I mean, we're watching this demise of this woman. And I think back to remember that because I was searching for some photos for Instagram. Do you remember that the scene, of course, when he went to Lake Arrowhead with her for that wedding? And that was the first time they slept together. Oh, <laughs> they slept together. And he came out in the morning with his long black hair down here. Remember that scene in the corridor? Oh my God, yeah. And I, I, so I pulled that up and I looked at a photo of her. I mean, it looked like a different woman. And I'm, once again, I'm not just talking about weight gain that she's mentioned. Weight fluctuates, whatever. It's not that, it's her whole face face looks sad it looks sad now so uh, you know when I think there's they're on this show it'll be very hard to get out of it you have your friends have probably abandoned you Mm -hmm. family isn't really approving she's she's now going to lose her child I mean her mental health I would imagine she's just she seems clinically depressed once again I'm not a doctor even though I like to think of but she seems absolutely fully depressed and suffering from depression that woman and it's terrible to watch yeah her i think her default setting these days is despair i know 
Well, having said that, guys, anyway, I will, I will so they're, tell you. Yeah, go ahead. They're trying to buy a house. Yeah, they're trying to buy a house. They'll make they, it better. What did you think of this house they toured? Boring. Gray, so white. boy, yeah. It was just whatever. Yeah. yeah, it was just whatever. Ed, I mm. really dislike this trait in people when they always have to act like the expert in something and like sure. prove themselves about something. He comes sure. into this viewing and he goes, I actually have a background in design. So, sure. uh, you know, when I say mid-century modern, that's what I mean. And I know what it means. Liz still calls a sofa a couch. Couch. It's, yeah. Like, Shut up, Ed. You know what? I must admit, can be guilty of that myself. I did see cops the other day that were investigating something in my neighborhood. And I was telling my friend Kate, I walked up to them and I shit you not. I had to clench this English mouth so tightly closed because I was about to say, do you need my help? <laughs> I, it was about, because I always joke around when I see cops, I'm like, they probably need me because I think I can solve whatever crime is put on their plate. And I'm like, Polly, you need to watch yourself. This is the LAPD. But I was just, just going to ask, do you need my help? They might I'm do. Sh- I'm sure you would actually be much more efficient than many cops in this I country. I like to think so. Um, but anyway, so that, yeah, they, they're looking around this, you're right, and he's he's just demeaning to her, but she she plays along with it. You know those women that like to play dumb? She yep. likes that, I don't know, you know, well, anyway. So yeah. we see them going around this house they evidently cannot afford at all. I think it was 1.4 or something like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he says something so dumb. He's like, well, yeah. I can I can afford 20%, just not on $1.4 million. And it's That's like, so you, can't. Like, what is, 20% so you can 20% of what then? 20% of a $200,000 house, which doesn't exist in San Diego or of a 500? Like, what are you 20% of what? I know. It was really stupid. So anyway, him and his bright neon pink Crocs and his shirt that was so it, it was i mean kate he's so tiny dude he must be five three or something that's oh no, he's like four he's like oh sorry yeah he's like four eleven his <laughs> stomach kate it hurt you know it hurts looking at him because he's bloated and he's eating shit and you're just like ow that's how i feel when i look at them i feel uncomfortable I feel uncomfortable when I look at them. He looks, he reminds me of in Willy Wonka, the girl who gets turned into a blueberry and she's about mm. to pop. He reminds me a lot of um, John Medesian from Real Housewives of <gasps> um, of um, Roni, New York, of course, Dorinda's ex-boyfriend. You know, Ooh, that kind of yeah. misshapen, kind of just reminds me a lot of that tummy red. heavy red from the booze. Yeah, and the partying. So anyway, they sit down and this is when Liz goes... Uh, that we'd got a sneak peek of. I just, I, I need a clean sleigh. I want it, everything that's going with my daughter. I want us to be settled. I want to go outside of um of, of uh, San Diego. What about moving out of here? And that's when he said Palm Springs. And I, no, nah. you need to go and buy vats of sunscreen. You need to wrap your, you need to just be covered head to, t- stop moving to Palm Springs. So, but there's something I want to add. We saw a preview next week, right? Mm-hmm. And she sat at her restaurant. And the preview is she sat at the restaurant. She's saying to Ed, hey, listen, uh, so-and-so want, is talking about making me partner. And he says, no, 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 no. I need you to be a wife. That's like 80 hours a week, which is very true. Working at a restaurant, you, I mean, you're there. That's your life. He goes, no, I want you home, whatever, essentially. that's That aside, what these eagle eyes spotted hmm. is the name of the restaurant on her shirt. <gasps> so Pollyanna 
that's myself, went and did some Google, Google, Googling. Ooh, I love and this. I found it and I went, that looks awfully familiar. Last weekend for Thanksgiving, I was in San Diego and I went to North Park. This is an area of San Diego that I have never been before, but I wanted to go and investigate. And I took myself out there. I went thrift shopping. I like walked the streets. I went to cafes, went to restaurants. And I'm walking down and I zoom in on this. I'm like, North Park. Okay. The restaurant, I'm not going to say the name of it here. You'll, you'll watch, if you watch the show, you'll be able to see it. And I zoom in on Google and I'm like, I was going to go and have lunch there. I shit you not. It was on the corner. It's on this main corner of the street and it had an outside seating. And I remember it because I looked and I was like, that's so pretty. And I remember the color scheme and the big name above. And I walked down that road. I followed it on Google Maps. I was like, I walked down that road. I was like, should I eat here? And I didn't end up eating there. Hey, what do I say when I tell you shit like this happens? I've told you before, Kate. Oh, yeah. I've told I told kn- you before. I, kn- I know this stuff happens because you and I went to go eat at uh, Pump and mm-hmm. got sat next to Lisa, Lisa and Ken Vanderpump. Every Never forget. time. Every time this shit happens, I've told you. I talk about a celebrity. I'll see them next week. I talk about it. But I couldn't believe it. That was Liz's restaurant. That was Liz's restaurant. It must be pretty nice then if you it's were a really nice wanting one. to go. It's, yeah, it's an yes. Thank, thank you, thank you. Um, no, it is. It's a really. It's a nice restaurant, and it was quite. Yeah, it was. I just. I. I couldn't believe the fact that I googled it. I was like, I want to know where that restaurant is. And I was like, I was about to go in there for lunch. Alas, she's not really working there now, is she? Do you think uh, they need I'm money? They I don't do need money. They do. That was something she said as well, just openly, by the way, on television to her friend. She's like, I've blown through all of my savings. Oh, you have a child. You have a child. Well, I, I don't know that she's been sending checks over. I mean, it is a lot of hours and we should get paid enough in this country to not have to work 80 hours and still be able to live and all that. But I mean, it would probably keep her out of trouble. I think, I mean, with a restaurant, because of the hours of a restaurant, it's just in its nature that you're always going to have to work insanely, insanely long. But That's true. Yeah. Because she's a partner. She's not a waitress or anything. Partner, if, yeah. if she was going to be a partner. Yeah. But um, yeah. we'll see. But that's going to be the whole conversation next week, by the way. We're going to drag that out for like five scenes next week. I, Kate, anything you want to else say about Ed and Liz on this this episode? Just what we say every week, Liz, run 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 Kate take us into another couple okay let's go to um this will be pretty quick Bilal and Shida I knew it did you hear me groaning I was already groaning (laughs) because I heard them coming (laughs) he takes her on a helicopter ride go ahead please please go ahead just he's just always taking her on these little things he for some reason thinks that he's going to be able to have a scene where she doesn't ask him about having a baby and it's just never going to happen my notes Bilal and Shaida both mispronounced and misspelled in my notes um I put helicopter ride fast forward because I fast forwarded (laughs) the fuck out of it then oh did you see the friend oh oh and then I stopped when I saw him and her going at it in his fucking 
his way he speaks to her what have you done for me and i then wrote bilal bilal whatever his name is then goes into a mood with his embroidered jeans i don't know if you noticed those jeans they had embroidery at the bottom it was uh, of course i noticed embroidered jeans it was her what have you done for me left my country left my family friends and business he is so horrible dude he's so horrible i can't stand him and then we see uterus again and here's my thing now i've decided remember i told you about the comparison i made between her speech patterns and and our girl natalie um with not moving the bottom drawer at all i'm convinced now natalie is speaking like wide open compared to uterus i'm convinced uterus just had like wisdom teeth out or something there is no way somebody speaks with her eyes wide that yeah who speaks like that open if i was a friend of well obviously i couldn't be because of how my idiosyncratic obsessions but i would be like open your mouth open your mouth (laughs) You just she did a whole time over her mouth. Why does she speak like that? She gets a lot out somehow, though. She has so, a lot of thoughts. What did I miss with these fools? Anything? Well, Shida finally gives him an ultimatum. Is what happens. She says she gives him nine months, and if you don't give, it's so weak too. It's like mm. if you don't decide. Exactly when we're going to have kids in nine months, then something's going to happen in this relationship. And so he meets with Uterus and uh, she's like, okay, great. An ultimatum. Well, you need to make drastic changes if nine months happens and nothing changes. And she asked her, if you had to choose between your marriage and having a baby, which would you choose? And of course, Shida is like a baby. And it's like, they need to break up. Just break up. Go home, meet someone else, have a baby. That fool is wasting her time, dude. Wasting Wasting it. it. He is a mess. Oh, I can't stand. Of course, we'll see them next week, by the way. Of course, we will. We'll see them next week. There's no way they're dragging it. We are on 15. It's going to be 16 next week. That's it, Kate. It's insane. And then three tell alls of the same thing. Oh, God. Um, All right. Uh, Who's next? Yara and Jovi. I my notes, Jovi and Yara have a kid to fix our relationship, and that was it. I didn't write anything else. <laughs> the fact that she's like, I want to wait four years at least. Is that what she said? <laughs> Is that what she said? Once again, I heard one line and then I just fast forwarded it. Really? Yeah. She's only 27, by the way. I always forget that. She's 27. Okay. Yeah, she's super young. I always forget that. Is he, he and he must be around the same? He is. He's not. Yeah, he's not yeah. older, much older. I always forget how young she is. She is. Yeah. So they do have time to have kids and everything. Yeah, they, they want to have time. If, if yeah. They want to have more, but I don't think Yara uh, wants to have any more kids with this Yara guy. Wants, but... uh, so he talks to his dumbass friend again. And, oh God. I mean, Jovi has some good points. We've pointed this yes, out, but yes. I just hate these combos he has with his friend because they're just so they just feel so misogynistic. Even mm. if there are good points in there, it's just I just don't like it. But um, 
she needs to be honest with him about what she really wants. I mean, it's written all over her face. She just wants to live in Europe half, at least half the time. And to me, doesn't even seem like she wants to be with him. She really doesn't. I think she's, she had the baby. She thought maybe, maybe this will change things. She realized immediately this was not going to change. Look, Jovi has a good job and he, he does work very hard and I think, and and she was, you know, he goes away for months at a time and he can't be with his family and he, you know, and I think she thinks, well, maybe that would be okay. She was left alone all the time. And that's just the matter of it. She knew, I mean, you know, she got pregnant, he got her pregnant, but I, I, I think Jovi's the type of guy, like you say, that he makes these good points. If Jovi had been brought up in a different community with much gentler men, mm-hmm. I think he would be a much more pleasant person because there's there's streaks of him that come out and go, you know, he's educated. He has a very well-paying job. He works hard. He genuinely mm-hmm. loves his daughter. I think he loves Yara. But then he sits with these moron friends that he has and it brings out the worst in him. And it's like, you'd be a very, very different person. If you had just been brought up in a community with a lot of different different attitudes, I think he just stuck with these guys that did. I heard something. What's it called? Mud mudding. Have you ever heard of mudding? It's like they go on like four wheelers or something. Oh, yeah. I just discovered that the other day. Another American pastime. Yeah. Um. You know. <laughs> I, so anyway, I just you're right. I think Yara has Yara has to get shit together though. She has to tell him she can't drag the shit on gotta tell him i there's i feel like i was of course on reddit as i do and a lot of people are posting like kind of really judging oh how much help is she really giving ukraine and putting a lot of judgment on her for that and it's like okay calm down it's like i did down i i don't think she's trying to say that she is helping a mass amount of people in ukraine on the front line no (laughs) i i think for her when she says I need to go to Ukraine and help my people. What she's saying is like, I need to connect with my friends who had to leave and, right. And, and emotionally be there for him, them. And, Absolutely. and she just wants to be there for the people she cares about. And I, I think a lot of people are taking her too literally. Like she thought she was going to go there and like Bethany Frankel it. And like, Oh God. Yeah. You know. I think you're right. Yeah. I have seen that as well. I've seen that on Instagram and it's, I mean, I understand it's there has storylines been very odd. I mentioned this that yeah. it's been predominantly uh, obviously because it's her country and because of what happened, that is gonna be part a huge part of her life. But they're trying to also involve, obviously, for the show, her relationship with Jovi. Mm-hmm. But it, it, the lines are all kind of crossed. And I just wished maybe if she could have just concentrated on, you know worrying about her friends and doing that but then there would have been a show it's it's not like a right. housewives where they could take a season off but it was it's been a really weird season for the both of them and they're not coming back but they could have played it once again if we were their managers they could have played it a lot better to get another season but she's mm-hmm. got too much to worry about she has to worry about where her mother is just to you know figure out if her friends are okay her country's getting destroyed i mean you know there was a lot going on and then tlc are like no no, no but hang on let's put a camera in your face we also have to talk about you and jovi <laughs> the friend who just had to flee ukraine and she's like in all these scenes for tlc it's i know it's wild but yeah i agree i think i think both things are true 
Yeah. I think she has a tough time with Jovi. And I saw some statistic. It was a really big amount of relationships that are marriages that end with jobs where the um, spouse mm. is away so much. Yeah. It was like 70% or something. So I, oh, I think yeah. it, it, both things are true. She, she struggles with his work schedule and not having support. And also she wanted to be there for her friends and family. And it's just, it's all getting really convoluted, I think. And she's it confused. Is. I don't and even we, think she knows fully what she wants, really. And guess what? We don't want to see them again. I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine not yeah. seeing them. Yeah, same. Okay, we have two left. Both. Okay. Nigeria. <laughs> I wish, by the way, we would have a little bit of insight into how far away they were from each other, right? Because they, they must have been roughly filming at the same time. And they were both in the, I mean, Nigeria is a large country, but I'd love to know right. what like, was Soja Boy, I know, Sokoto. I love the way he says it, Sokoto. Where is that as opposed to where Angela and Michael are? I'd love mm. to know that. Yeah, but, I should look into that, where exactly Michael's from. Michael. Michael. Um, let's him, do Angela and Michael first. Okay, let's do Angela and Michael, go on. The other one's the best. Yeah. Okay, so um, oh, yeah. we pick up, and this is after Angela... Forced Michael to sit there with her as she FaceTimed her friend in Canada, her friend Friend. in Canada who is having health issues. Mm -hmm. And he calls her his angel. And do I think that this guy is interested in Angela romantically? Absolutely. No. 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 And by the way, Kate, I I didn't take on how ill this man was. He's on dialysis four hours a night. I mean, the man's. Very, very ill with kidney failure. Very ill. He is. And I don't doubt that Angela has a lot of empathy for that sure. and really care and really has grown to care for this guy. Absolutely. And she she but I think she's kind of weaponizing that in her Us. relationship and saying, Oh, well, you know I was a nurse and you know that I have a big heart. And he's like, uh, Yeah, but you're but- also like vandalizing my car yeah i mean where are we going with this angela what we did pick up was we picked up straight from when michael's heart his poor bruised heart he goes back to the hotel room and we see angela come up and you're right i was noting again she she was on something her eyes and it wasn't just a booze look i mean possibly she had a bit of a drink she definitely had a drink in her but there was something else at play. Like we did suggest, I think we did mention that perhaps TLC may be putting a horse tranquilizers in some of these people's mm. drinks. Just a little bit, just a little bit. Maybe a little, and, and then like a, uh, this is all just speculation, but like maybe Adderall to like keep the pounds off. And then oh, she's also oh, like, she would be right. That's true. And then she's also like kind of intense and hopped up that's a good point could be out by the way you can't come for us for um for libel because we are sorry slander because we are saying this is just a hypothesis none of which we are basing on fact no. just when i get that out there yeah it's, it's um and true. we do not genuinely believe that tlc are giving a whisper of ketamine to all of their uh participants no. We, we, no. we promise um so we catch <laughs> up with her and they're in there and she's so gaslighting that michael you're gonna leave me because I have a good heart. She's so like Angela. Angela. 
she's like, well, I was honest with you. I had a crush on him. Now he's my friend. And now you're going to leave me. And I'm telling the truth. And it's like, I mean, let's stop. Um, I just want to talk about when they're going through this inane conversation and rubbish and then Mac was like, I'm going to sleep. And luckily she didn't blow up, but he goes to sleep. And I just want to, the scene, it was like a beautiful pre-Raphaelite work, a, a, a feast, a feast upon the eyes. Michael is asleep. We have Angela sat up being like, why are you going to, why are you going to sleep? Just in her American, American um, flag swimsuit. Yeah. Michael's side. Oh, by the way, smoking a Marlboro Red in the room. And um, well, he turns around to goes to sleep on his side in his lamp. There's just her hair pieces are covered, hanging on the lamp. Next to her is a tube of Pringles, and I'm just like that says everything. We got mob red, cheap hair pieces, and a tube of Pringles. What else do you need? I mean, it, it's, it's and then it, her in a nutshell. It was yeah. just beautiful. Then the next morning. We see Michael getting up. I wasn't concentrating on what was being said because I was watching this beautiful artwork. We see Michael arise and then we see under the covers sleeping Angela, very similar to Sleeping Beauty, except with horrendous tattoos and hair like candy floss, just burn to a crisp bleach to it with an inch of its life. And, um, He's packing up and he's, and but they, they make up essentially. And she actually compromised. She actually gave in a smidgen and said, fine, you don't want me to see Billy. I won't see Billy. You know why she's not going to go see Billy? Billy didn't want to film anymore. After what happened downstairs the night before, he said to producers, fuck this. Don't, don't use me in this anymore. I don't want to film with her. And then she was, she was told. And then she was like, oh, actually I can tell Michael I don't need to. These two have obviously a ton of issues, but also I think they are just bullshit. They're just faking all of this, all these fights uh, and makeup, breakup, yeah. makeup, breakup. I think that they have an understanding of like, we're just going to be dramatic on camera. But at the end of the day, like you're going to come to the States or something. I genuinely believe they love call me. Not completely. <laughs> not. I genuinely believe Michael loves her. In his in the way that he loves her with accidental blowjobs, I think he loves her, and I think Angela loves Michael too. I think mm-hmm. they're a ro- they're a great romantic story. <laughs> I mean, that might be pushing it a little bit, but I do think there is love there, and I want to see Michael in Georgia with with those eight hundred kids that she lives with on that trampoline in her back garden, and I want a show of that. I really do. So fingers crossed we get that um yeah kate why don't you take us into kimali soldier boy soldier boy so she's dragging jamal (laughs) (laughs) poor jamal jamal you know what i am as because because i'm obviously uh want to do an interview with him aka um get some alone time with them i have been on his instagram He's fucking loving this. Kate, he is by the way, apparently no job anymore. He was in New York. He's just constantly in LA. Then he's in Miami. Then he's in. I was like, I'm sorry. 
what? And he's constantly posting for oh, on tonight when I'm on 90 Dallas. Gotta watch it, Kate. It does is he have, so good. Does he have brand sponsorships yet on his Instagram? It's coming. It's okay. coming. It's he's just po- reposting all the women that say they fancy him. Well, let's not forget what you tagged me in and what we saw. I I don't know what I don't know what to say about this. Rumors are swirling that Jamal is romantically involved with someone that we've been watching on the single life. And her name is escaping me. It's completely escaping me. <laughs> Tim, Tim, and that was so dramatic. Tim and uh, <laughs> people are screaming. That is how I literally don't even have her name. Tim and is this a joke? We have a whole Patreon podcast about the single life. Tim and they're they're screaming it into the into the. Into their phone Veronica, right Veronica, Veronica. <laughs> Thank you. So sorry, everyone. So sorry, guys. But- yeah, I. What? Listen, smart marketing. We would have said, look, they want to show. They did well with that, Kate. Though they did. Well. I've got to applaud them. Who knows? I, I mean, them. that's what I come. I'm. That's what we would direct them to do to stay Absolutely. on the show. Absolutely. Absolutely. We did, we did, we did well with that. But yeah. anyway, yeah, Jamal, you've got to, everyone check out his Instagram. He is loving this celeb life. He is, is straight in the bio, straight in the bio, 90 Day Fiance. Instagram stories is always in another state, one state to the next, the next on holiday all the time. He's like, Tanya. Anyway. So she's bringing him to meet Usman and yes. the nephew that they apparently might adopt. Such <laughs> bullshit. This is such bullshit. It's insane. Yeah. So they get there and Jamal and Usman talk and it's awkward. And Usman's so full of shit. His main argument to oh. Jamal is like, I've been talking to your mom for a year. There's no way that she could hide that I'm a bad person for a year. Dude, uh, what? Yeah, what? she could. Uh, and so could you. Romance scams, yeah. yeah. So dumb. Um, he gives him a gift. Hey, I had seen this on on Instagram. I guess some people watch this like the exact second it comes out, or maybe it's East Coast people are posting it because I didn't get the reference oh, yeah. and I watched it. So yeah, you're right. They're in the hotel room, and I like for first of all, I always forget how tiny soldier boy is mm-hmm. do you ever look in his shoulders he's very petite and i always forget that there's like some shots and i'm like wow he's tiny he's a really he's... small man yeah very slight um, frame very slight frame yeah so anyway they're in there and all that's running through my mind is when <clears throat> jamal first sees um you know usman and, and his mum kiss and stuff and he's so awkward and he's even trying to hide it is that let's not forget he has watched him with Bibigar, Lisa. <laughs> Don't forget, this guy has watched this man now kissing his mother with Bibigar, Lisa. I mean, that's tough, dude, in itself. So they're in the hotel room. I love that Jamal's getting stuck into the native food, like, straight away. I really like that, because usually, you know, American Americans are like, oh, I don't want to try it, whatever. He was great. He was like, oh, this is really good, da da, da. So then there's this whole bullshit about Soldier Boy Gang. I bought you a gift. Oh, you did? Oh, shit. Okay. All right. And he puts a blindfold on him. And then Kimbali, um, who, spoiler alert, definitely fucking bought the gift. Um, <laughs> Soldier Boy puts in front of Jamal. And Jamal, it was like pure regression. 
he looks at it and he pulls some down. He goes, no, piece of paper. He's like, no, it isn't. A whole PS5. They couldn't be bothered to wrap it properly, by the way. It was in the bag that it, well, it was re-gifted, right? I mean, okay, so this is so bizarre. Jamal is so smart and sensible in all of this journey. And then he's like a five-year-old boy at Christmas. And he goes, no way, literally, it was like, no way, man, a whole PS5. I'm so I was so shocked watching. I was like, this sorry, what? And then Kimbali's like, oh, you did so well, Osman. Yeah, right. And then they so he's like, Oh my god, this is so amazing. So they go outside and then he's talking to Cameron. He's like, Yeah, it's like full circle because my mum got Usman a PS5, and now I've got a PS5. It's like, well, it's the same PS5. Or Kimbali just bought another one, and because Usman probably sold that, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> but so it's either Kimbali bought it or it's regifted. There's not. Uh, sorry, yeah. Jamal. Are you? What? Are, what aren't you getting here, dude? And at the beginning of the show, he's like, "No, you know, I'll be able to see right through him. I'll be yeah, able to yeah. see right." You <laughs> did say that. Uh, Guys in their twenties go nuts for a PS5. They um, lose. Apparently, dude, it's, it's in, yeah. He 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 bought his love, or he. Kimbali bought his Kimbali. love. Yeah. <laughs> it it was a lot. Um we're definitely gonna see them next week because they go and see this child. This whole possible adoption thing's a load of bullshit as well. This is a discussion that isn't even real. Like they're not gonna I don't know. I find it all a load of rubbish. So he's like, she's safe. I would never break her heart. And I'm like, yes. You can and you will. And then they go to see the friends, KB and Giant. Did you see this part? Fast forwarded. And she's like, of course I did. These are the friends that I threw a milkshake on. Least we forget. Least we forget that. Never forget the milkshake. Always, Please never stop. a drink. It always has to be specified as a milkshake. milkshake. Your horror of it being a dairy product. That oh, has God. to be emphasized. The fact that this guy is willing to meet up with her again after she literally threw a milkshake in his face. It's amazing. Oh, so they play a yard game and they have drinks. And then Jamal asks the friends what they think of the relationship. And they're very nice about it. They say, oh, it's a good relationship. But, you know, he needs kids. It's our culture. And he could have two wives. It's not a big deal. And they're like, well, in the U.S., you can't blah, blah, blah. And then Usman is pitching the adopting the nephew thing. And Jamal's like, is that a normal thing? He asked mm. the friends and they say, well, yeah, because it's the family blood. It's a type of adoption based on religion and culture. And you're just kind of like, mm. OK. And then we find out that that apparently Muhammad, his brother, doesn't even mm. know about this big plan oh, that, that, that Usman is hatching. Sorry, what? So I just when you think TLC can't get any lower, they have a storyline about trafficking children. I mean, and encouraging it and filming it. I so what he hasn't discussed it with his brother. Not at all. And Kimbali is like, you always do this to me. You say one thing and then I come and find out it's not even true. And so then we see in the preview, Muhammad is there. 
It's just this scene with them and Muhammad. Muhammad is holding his son. And, okay. And yeah, Usman with is, for dear life, because this white woman's going to come and steal it. And Usman's like, just kind of casually like, so I don't know. We were thinking like, maybe we could bring your son to the States and he could just be my son. And you just see Muhammad's face drop and he's like, what? <laughs> and then they're interviewing him about... They're interviewing Kimbali and she's like, I'm not going to steal his brother's baby. <laughs> it's so <laughs> insane. Sake. I, Soldier Boy is confusing me so much oh. of what is really going on with his intentions. He doesn't want to be in America full time. We know that. And I don't believe he does. He just wants access to be there yeah. for the career blowing up. So he can come and collect the Grammys, collect whatever he needs. MTV Awards, you know, daytime Emmys, whatever he needs, in and out. He's not even talking about his music anymore. That's what though. I, that was a really good point. He's not. He's not even talking about that. Other than the last time we saw him giving a shit about his music is when they met up when he was filming the music video. When she, eight, when That she, was her first trip, dude. Yeah, yeah, when she was a potential. That's the last we heard about the potential. music. Is he just now, do you think he's just so embroiled in the show that that's it now? I think that's it now. And he's mm. just, he just probably is like, I'm going to be social media famous. Yeah. And yeah. that'll be it. And he, f- I think, has real pressure from his family to have a kid. And so that's kind of taking over focus. But man, all that wasted music we haven't heard. These unreleased tracks. I mean, I think there's a track waiting to happen, like Got My Brother's Baby or something. Got My like, Brother's Baby would be a great one. You're my baby. Great. You're my baby now. I took oh, you from my brother. You're my baby, baby now. now. It's right there. It's yeah. right there for the taking. So, <laughs> so now I... Okay. Are those all the morons we had to talk about? Uh, yeah, that's it. Okay. Well, you know what I'm going to say? Thank you for not having entree. We couldn't... We Oh, I'll be back next week, though. Don't I worry. We've already seen they're back next week. But... <sighs> The Floridian Kardashian wannabes, I, apart from my Becky, I love Becky. Apart from that, I just, I, we had a release, relief for one week of not having that stupid. By the way, we see him, he's with Chuck, and they're at that, what is that, Benny Hanna's or something? Is that what it's called? That place where yeah. they chop everything up? Yes. And Chuck is, by the way, you see, nicely placed an empty martini glass because chuck is a drinker we know that mm. and he's on entre, completely shifts it to uh i was told that one of them called immigration never happened by the way never happened no it's his moldovan background he's a moldovan cop there's all that shit around it and that's why he's being in Chuck is so wrapped around Libby's finger that he actually takes that seriously and says, well, I'm going to look all my children in the eye and ask them if they reported you to immigration. It's like, Chuck, come on. Come on, dude. Take you and yourself, your empty martini glass, your few wisps of hair that you have left and go home to bed. Um, All right, guys, that's everything. That's our summation of episode 15, Battlefield of 90 Day Fiancé. Happily ever after so um guys follow us on instagram at uh tender love and care podcast we have a link tree there go into the um show notes right now we have a links to kate's etsy store my etsy store it's christmas get all your shit there um we also have all our social media links there loads of stuff patreon blah 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 blah, blah. go check it out 
And we will be back next week for hopefully the last episode before the tellers of 90 Day Fiancé Happily Ever After. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.